Pass Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. All right, welcome back. Cover number two of the big program now uh, on the air, as it were. This portion brought to you by our friends at Wiseco. Wiseco Performance Products, a full line of everything you want to be forged. Well, they make them all. Forged uh, pistons. Clutch baskets, hubs, crankshafts, connecting rods, valves, and a lot more. Motorcycles, ATVs, snowmobiles, PwC, outboard marine, and automobiles all can use products that is uh, that are manufactured by Wiseco. It's one name, simply one solution. It's Wiseco. Look for them online at Wiseco.com. You ever seen an outboard marine piston that's, that's made to go a million miles or a million hours? It's the most ugly, crazy-looking piston you've ever seen. Really? Yeah, it's really interesting. That, if uh, you like looking at pistons, well, I guess. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> you know, I get a whole box of them in my back of my car. Oh, me too. Get them actually, out sometimes. I, I actually do. Uh, <laughs> big thanks to our first hour guest, Jake Gagne, who uh, down on World Superbike, and then Jared Meese, who just won the X Games, and then a uh, little surprise from Leroy Van Dyke, nice. the the uh, songwriter and singer of the Auctioneer song, one of my favorites. Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's cool. Hour number two, up, up uh, now, we're going to have Danny Walker on, the sweet talker, who's the genuine broster chicken honda team as well as american super camp owner road race factory uh ashton yates young ashton yates super uh, or, uh road racer and then uh larry little who's uh, i believe it's their sixth year with the aim expo who's they've really uh, built a nice show and they're moving to las vegas so we're going to talk to him about that yeah let's bring him on right now you're listening to pit pass larry how are you Fantastic. How are you guys doing this evening? Well, you know, we just had the great Leroy Van Dyke on singing and Tony trying to match him in the auctioneer song. And quite frankly, Leroy's better at singing that song than uh, than Tony. <laughs> yeah, well, I was able to catch a little of that segment. And you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, pal. And you know, that's all the time we have for you, Larry. Have a good night. You know, they, they, they use that song. They use that song on the uh, um, some sandwich commercial. What what uh, what's the name of that sandwich company? Subway. Subway. I, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, I think you're right. But anyway, ah. uh, enough about wow. that. Larry, um, uh, talk to us about this move. I mean, you've been in this industry for decades and decades, serving as vice president publisher of Cycle World for 25 years, uh, and I think you started there. What in the late 70s? Yeah, I started there. No, I started there. I worked at Cycle News until the. Uh, 79 and i worked at motorcyclist magazine till 81 then i went over to cycle world and, and okay. was there until i left in 2010 and started working on this project uh to create a new combined trade and consumer show for the american market which we never had here before we've either had only a trade or only consumer shows so it was qu quite a fun project to to work on right from the very start and uh as you mentioned we're headed into our sixth year so it's, uh, we got over the five-year hump and into the sixth year. So we're, we're very pleased. And we're really pleased to be taking the show to Las Vegas for a lot of different reasons. Uh, not, not, not which that it's our first opportunity to be out west, as it were, and, and, and get a chance for some of the folks out west to attend the show. Now, I've worked in a lot of buildings in Vegas as an announcer over the years. Where will this uh, uh, majority of this be held? So the show uh, footprint will be in the Mandalay Bay Convention Center in the Bayside rooms, okay. uh, D, D, E, and F. So that's where we are. We're taking about half of that giant Bayside. We're taking about not not quite 
500,000 square feet. Woof. So, yeah. But, you know, when we have, when you have, I think we have, at last count, I think we've yeah, got almost 25 different OEMs, vehicle manufacturers there, and they just take up a lot of bulk space, you know, with Honda and Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, and Harley, and Indian, and all those. And, and, and some of the, you know, lesser knowns that produce a lot of the side-by-side product as well. So it's, it takes, it requires a lot of space. But uh, we're really excited about the prospect of Las Vegas because when we looked at the calendar, when we were looking for dates for Las Vegas in the fall, uh, we looked and saw that, you know, Monster Energy Cup had traditionally been the second Saturday of October. And so we were able to secure dates around around that time. And then we were able to confirm with Feld Entertainment that they were going to produce the Monster Energy Cup uh, show this year. And so we, we not only were able to plot down dates next to them, uh, but we actually talked to the promoters of the Las Vegas Bike Fest, which is an 18-year-old consumer v-twin show that's been in town uh and is downtown uh down on on frontier street down there right and get them to move their dates one week later so they could also coincide with aim expo so we've basically created power sports industry week in las vegas that's awesome and yeah it is awesome and the other and the final thing we were able to do is i think uh, the ride for kids charity ride which is near and dear to my heart because I've served on the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation's board for 15 years. We got them to move their date about one weekend, I think, uh, earlier than they traditionally would have been. Uh, so they're going to have their ride on Sunday of the show and start at the South Point and take an hour ride through Red Rock and all the cool places up there and end up at AIM Expo. So we got all these things coming together, and there's more stuff we're working on, too, that'll be part of Power Sports Industry Week. But what's really cool is that... Uh, we're going to get our proclamation from the city, I think, in a couple of weeks, the, the official proclamation that uh, that week's going to be declared Power Sports Industry Week in Los Angeles. Oh, that's neat. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're really pleased with that. And the city has been great to work with. So, I mean, it's they, they're they a convention town. They understand sure. what's important. And so they've been very, very helpful. Do you know the, the, the name of the gentleman with the CVB that, you wor- that you're working with? Uh, I don't. No, I don't have okay. them off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm, I'm drawing that, a blank that, on it too. But a, they're that, really neat staff. Yeah, my our show, our show director really works more closely with the CVB than I do. Okay, but it's uh, uh, I've been over there and met their group, but I, I yeah, I couldn't pick them out of a crowd. Mm. To be honest, <laughs> you know, the, the tough thing has been for in the years past for those of us that work in the industry is is uh, we all have to go to Florida when the race is going on in Vegas, or we have to choose. So this is uh, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And that, you know, it felt has been great to work with. We've actually got a section, uh, they've carved out a section of the stands for, for the industry, for industry seating. Uh, you can buy a ticket to sit in the industry section. So That's cool. they've been really, really helpful. And I, I, I did hear our one ops guy had a conversation with the Feld folks uh, last week, and it sounds like they're going to be running shuttles from AIM Expo uh, over to uh, the stadium at UNLV uh for the race so we'll have you won't have to worry about going over there and parking you'll be able to get a shuttle over that's there. that's a big deal because it's a pain in the butt yeah at, at <laughs> sam boyd <laughs> one one night i was working at uh thomas mac okay and you know yep. how all the buildings there look like they're really really close yeah so i was announcing a fight i go to my dressing room change out of my tux i got it over my shoulder and i walk out the door and i could hear it click 
So I knew I was locked now, locked out of the building, and not a taxi cab anywhere. No Uber, no taxi cab. I had to walk all the way back over to the pyramid. And, uh, man, I tell you what, like I said, the buildings look close, but they're not. And, man, were my dogs killing me. Woof. We've all done that once in Vegas. Once. I've, I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> once. <laughs> not that far. We can walk. Right. Uh, and, uh, guess what? Not. And it's a lot uh, hotter at that. It's still, you know, like at midnight, I was sweating bullets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We should have pretty good, you know, October is, is kind of the month where it breaks. And, and it should be it should be pretty nice for riding out there. And that's actually one of the other cool things we're telling people is, you know, come to the show. You know, go to go to the bike fest. Go to the race. But, you know. Take some time if you're in town and you've never been there before to get out and to the spots away from the strip. Right. You know, Red Rock up in the hills or, you know, down go down and see the Hoover Van if you've never Hoover Dam if you've never seen it because that's quite the spectacle. It is <laughs> and, amazing. But, but there's there's all kinds of stuff if you have time to rent rent a bike if you fly in. There's a you know, there's a good Eagle Rider location there and I think uh, Eurosport who's the does all the European brands in town has has bikes to rent as well so there's there's a lot of opportunities when you come into town not just to go to the casino and larry i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you something i really and i've said this on the show probably a lot but i really wish eric Perinard would bring back the u.s open inside the mgm grand because i'm telling you it was so cool to be able to take an elevator to the track and you stay right oh, yeah. there man i'm telling you any kind of an event and and you know they've done the mini moto there they've done the the uh the u.s or the uh uh, enduro cross there and they've done arena cross at Norland's arena and all that nothing compared to the u.s open it was the coolest yeah neatest yeah. event ever and I, I really wish uh um you know i just i wish that uh something like that would come back because sam boyd we're talking about parking and you know oh, yeah. it's 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 cool that yeah. you got a place notched out for for everybody that's going to the show industry seating and stuff like that but that's a big outdoor you know, the, the U.S. Open was sold out every time. Well, I'll tell you a story about the U.S. Open. It's pretty great. It's a very short one. It's the place where I heard the most spectacular Star-Spangled Banner national anthem song that I've ever heard to that day and since. It was Lyle Lovett oh. by him by himself with his cello player. Mm, that's awesome. And it was stunning. I mean, it was like, you could have heard a pin drop. This was at the race? This was at the race. I forget what year it was. I don't remember that. I went to all of them. Second... It was like the second or third year. I can't remember. So what year was it? What year was the first year they had that? Was it 90? Oh, boy. Now you're pressing. Six, seven, <laughs> nine? I don't, I don't know. So I drove. I live in Des Moines, Iowa. That, remember the year that the, the ball dropped? And I think it was supposed to be Jeremy that came out of it. It was actually Jimmy Lewis that was in the ball because he worked for us at cycle world at the time so he was in the ball but the lights went you know the ball came down the lights went out and then all of a sudden mcgrath like wheelied away it was but it wasn't mcgrath in the ball i think that was like the second or third year as well and then yeah uh, i mean i i hear you i mean but you know what we're trying to do is just package a whole bunch of things sure. together that makes it easy for yeah it's awesome gives, gives gives people more incentive to come to town whether they're a dealer you know going to the trade portion of the show or you know, consumer coming in to see to see America's big show because that's really what AMX Post turned into. It's there's nothing else like it where all the main. I mean, we got we're going to have probably 450 total exhibitors, and there's as I said before, you know, 25 maybe 30 vehicle manufacturers OEMs, and that means all the rest of these exhibitors are people that have products or services 
for the for the industry and and the the aftermarket. And you get these little companies with this product that they're just launching that you haven't seen before, and right. you get to talk to the people that developed it face to face. And you just you just don't get that anywhere else. And that's what's really cool about AM Expo. My Lyle Levitt story goes a little something like this. He was dating and going to marry this girl, that and her dad was somebody I knew from the music industry out of Nashville. And I said, well, he's going to be playing here at Hilton, um, Hilton Coliseum. And no, it wasn't Coliseum. Yeah, it was. Anyway, so I get this phone call, and it's Lyle Lovett. And he says, would you like to come see the show? I said, I'd love to come see the show. He kept calling me Mr. Casper. Okay? He's a very polite southern boy out of, out of yes. Texas. But, uh, dude, he could sing. So I went to the show with my wife, went backstage into the green room, met him afterwards. He said, yep. oh, I'm so glad to be able to meet you face-to-face. And I'm thinking, you're freaking Lyle Levitt. <laughs> that guy could sing. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, He's a big race fan. He is He is such he is such an enthusiast of motorcycles. You know, he raced motocross when he was a kid. It was a big thing he did with his dad. I've ridden in Baja with him a few times back 20 years ago now. Uh, and whenever he's around, you know, he, he always sends you a note, are you coming to the show? You know, and so, I mean, it's, in fact, my daughter who is in, uh, Charlotte just, you know, she just sent me a note, said, Hey, do you think we, you could talk to Lyle, see if we could get tickets to the show. And so my wife sent Lyle a note and he's like, Oh my God, I haven't seen her in so long since she was a kid. Now she's all grown up with her own kid. <laughs> so <laughs> he's such, as you said, a gentleman yeah. and you know, he's, he, he follows all i mean he's a he's a fiend on social media and he reads every because they're always on the road so he's got lots of time to read social media so he's always like liking stuff or replying to stuff in the moto in the moto world i mean if you if you pay attention we got to get him on the show yeah okay. i think it would be really cool if you could because he's he is such a wonderful man yep. and you know he just he just became a father oh i think it's just a year ago in june so with twins and so i mean it's he's very blessed and he, you know he bought his childhood home and and moved it to next to his house next door to his house for his folks that right? yeah that's why <laughs> yeah he's 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 really he's a real gentleman yeah I, I, it's serious he's he's just a he's just lovely to be around i'll tell you what Good. i wish we could get him to vegas <laughs> well there's, there's still time <laughs> there's still time there's still time we'll check his schedule you bring him i'll bring the neighborhood you bring him i'll bring leroy van dyke how about there that? we go <laughs> that, that'd be that'd be quite that'd be quite the duo i bet, I bet they've worked together I bet yeah i would be surprised all right let's go back to tony tony uh what's the future of amexpo i think you're obviously you're on the right track and it's neat what you've done in vegas and 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 for the you know not for like weisco or any of those people but florida was a long ways away from there too but uh for the most part, a lot of the industry is in Southern California, so it's just a two, three-hour drive to go to Vegas, and it makes sense. Outside of that, though, what uh, what is the future of AIM Expo? Well, we're holding dates in Columbus, going back to Columbus again next year, uh, and because it's just it's so much more convenient for the industry's trade. You know, the the motorcycle dealers. There's so many more of them on the East Coast. I mean, we did the study before we moved there, and basically 41% of all the dealers in the U.S. are within 500 miles of Columbus. So, but we never got a lot of West Coast dealers. And so that was the rationale to come to the West Coast is to try and get some of those dealers. And, you know, what's really good for us this year is we have, for the first time, we've got both Parts Unlimited and Tucker in the show. 
and they're going to be helping promote to, to the dealers to get them to the show. And that's really, that's really key. But going, you know, it's not uncommon for shows to move around and, you know, we're, 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 we're we have dates in Columbus next year and that's, that's probably in all likelihood where we're going to end up, uh, you know, in that October time, late September, early October time frame. And like I said, we're, we'll be looking to figure out if there's ways we can package other stuff, you know, locally that would make sense uh, from an industry perspective. Well, it beats the heck out of Indianapolis on Valentine's Day weekend. True. True. <laughs> that's, uh, that show sucked. There, we all went there many times. Oh, we? man. <laughs> it got old, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it did. And then obviously, but, it, you know, but it's interesting because, you know, and and we're, we've done some research just to see, you know, it, 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 I'll be honest, it looks, you know, when we did research for when to place the show on the calendar, uh, I think people had that attitude. They were so over, you know, going to Indy over Valentine's Day weekend. And, you know, what we got is, yeah, we don't want any other time but that. We want someplace that's warm. So we went to Florida in the, in, in the fall, totally changed it up. And it's been good, but, you know, quite honestly, we have higher aspirations for the dealers. So we've done some research, and I'll be, I'll be honest, it looks like, when the dealers these days, because I think the dealers have all downsized their staffs, as you know, and for them to get out of the store is a bigger deal. And, you know, when it's the slowest is in the wintertime for most of these guys. So we're, we're you know, down the road, we're looking at alternate uh, opportunities for Amex, but nothing's, nothing's set yet. We're just still in the, the information gathering stage. But for sure, you know, next fall, it looks like Columbus. Well, I got to tell you, this has been around the corner. We just uh, Lyle Levitt and I are now friends on on Twitter, but that did take long. Yep. And um, we'll see if we can't get a book done to the show here in coming weeks. We put Chris on on that task, and I think he's probably up for it. But uh, <laughs> let's get on the website where they can find you online. Should they have more information, let's just remind them how to be in touch. The easiest way yeah. to get to our website because Aim Expo is kind of an odd name, and our our real website is aimexpousa.com but we also have motoshowtickets.com ooh so m-o-t-i-c-k-e-t-s show.com motoshowtickets.com all right buddy so I spelled it wrong but it's motoshowtickets.com so but that'll take you right to our website and you can get you can go online and you know if you buy a ticket online it's two dollars less than the at, at the door price and if you follow us on social any of the social channels which were you know aim expo you can look us and find us on insta and twitter and, and facebook we'll be running promotions before the show for even greater greater opportunities so well, good job well, out of you larry everybody in vegas yeah. <laughs> and you know what tell your daughter we said hey too okay i will there we go I'll do that Ash- right, it's guys. ashley right ashley yeah. ashley and her son ben is the jgr mechanic for uh, justin bogle Love that guy. You know, Bogle is, is, I think, well, I say this about a lot of guests. But he's got a lot of good starts. Yeah. I wish he could put it together. I wish he could uh, yeah, cross our fingers. Keep, keep free of the inju- injuries for sure. Sure. So. All right, coming up next, uh, Danny Walker is going to be joining us, the uh, manager of the Genuine Broaster Chicken Honda team, and he'll fill us in on what's going on with him, his uh, riders, and, of course, his work with the Marine Corps. Stay tuned. It's Pit Pass. This is John Hopkins, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? 
I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. Alright, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) Right.